0: I'm with you living
1: in paradise you might grieve gone true living in paradise K C A A Loma Linda 10:50 a.m. 106.5 fm and now 102.3 fm I'm Tom Busby CNBC Walgreens Rite Aid and CVS lost a collective 11 billion dollars in value just today that's after Amazon Mate almost looking to disrupt now the pharmacy industry. It's paying a billion dollars for the online pharmacy Pill Pack, which pre-sorts your prescription medications and delivers them right to your door. Despite shares of those drugstore chains and pharmacy benefit managers tanking, there was a rebound in bank and tech shares, and the Dow rose 98 points. The Nasdaq today up 58. Strong earnings after the bell from Nike, thanks to the first increase in sales in the U.S. in a year, thanks to a partnership, in large part, with Amazon. U.S. economic growth a little bit slower than forecast in the first quarter. That's because post-Christmas consumer spending was the weakest in five years. But if you need some new clothes right now, head to H&M, the fast fashion chain trying to unload $4 billion worth of unsold inventory. So it's slashing prices. Tom Busby, CNBC. This is John Greenhut, and if your teeth are stained from coffee, tea, or smoking, Power Swabs is the answer. In five minutes, you'll see two shades whiter teeth, and in seven days, six shades. Even better, there's no messy strips or trays that you have to leave in your mouth for an hour. Just swab your teeth for five minutes and you're done. To try Power Swabs, call 1-800-679-0969. Your bright white smile will have your friends talking about how great you look. Try it risk-free. 1-800-679-0969. That's one 800 679 0969. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. With one call to wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Call 800-727-0433. That's 800-727-0433.
2: This is Joe Lyons. Guardian Jet Center honors America now in its 242nd year as the world's leading democracy. Two hundred forty-two years ago, a small group of men changed the course of American history. One of those men was Samuel Chase, a lawyer and politician from Maryland. A big boisterous man with a fiery temper and outspoken opinions, Chase had been involved in politics all his life. He was the most aggressive anti-British leader in Maryland and persuaded the Maryland Legislature to vote in favor of independence. After the Revolution, he served in Congress and as Chief Judge of the General Court of Maryland. President George Washington later appointed him to the Supreme Court, where he participated in some of the most important early decisions of the court. On Independence Day 2018, we remember Samuel Chase of Maryland, who signed the Declaration of Independence and became a founder of Our American Republic. Today, Guardian Jet Center salutes the American way of life. Guardian, the most advanced fixed base operator at the Ontario International Airport, redefines the expectations of the general aviation business traveler, one client at a time. Single engine or cabin class aircraft, give Guardian the opportunity to enhance the customer experience. Happy birthday, America, from Guardian Jet Center, the gateway to Southern
0: California. It's time to make the Tri-City Center in Redlands a regular part of your weekly shopping experience. Tri-City is
1: home to a wide assortment of quality businesses, including the all-new Ocean Aquatics.
0: Check out their variety of exotic tropical fish, along with fish food, accessories, and tanks of all shapes and sizes. The Tri-City Center is located just off of Alabama and the Tennessee exits in Redlands. Visit the Tri-City Center today and find out why it's called the Mall with a Heart.
1: Hi, this is Dr. Marissa, and I'd like you to get balanced with me on a show that has no gossip. It's a show about hope and happiness, so there's no gossip, no scandal, and no K-words. Instead, I want you to focus on your own reality show and how you can be happy 88% of the time. And you're listening to KCAA Radio AM 1050, FM 102.3, FM 106.5, and streaming on kcaaradio.com. Do you want exposure for your business or organization? Check out Digital Network Advertising. Digital Network Advertising is where businesses display your ad inside their building. You can choose your marketing sites or jump on the DNA system and advertise with all participants. Your slide holds the virtual billboard for 14 seconds and is displayed three times an hour. It's a novel way to be seen, be discovered, and to be remembered. Digital Network Advertising with networks in Redlands and ukaipa Call 909-222-9293 for introductory pricing. That's 909 222 And now, ladies and gentlemen,
2: it's time for the greatest real estate investment show ever. Here's the flip-flop investor himself, Todd Bayer. Hey, everyone. How are we doing out there today? This is the Flip-Flop Investor Show, and I am your host, Todd Bayer, the flip-flop investor himself. For those of you that are unfamiliar with us, we get together every week and talk about real estate investing. Here in the Land Empire, I usually bring on a guest uh, who has some kind of experience in real estate, and we talk about what they do, what got them into this crazy world, and uh, you know maybe they uh, throw in some surprises or two. I don't know. We'll find out. But today, I have a guest of ours. Uh, his name is Cesar Roldan. How are you doing, Caesar? I am well. Thank you, Todd. Well, that's good. I'm glad you're well. Caesar. Uh, I will put out there right now is going to be the host of the Illinois empire real estate investment club cash flow game mm-hmm. which is typically going to be on the first wednesday of every month at the round table pizza in highland, highland. but because the first wednesday of july is the fourth of july we're actually going to do it the following tuesday in july so that's july 11th
3: july 11th 6 p.m
2: 6 p.m and that'll be at the uh, round table out in highland so for those of you that have never played Cash Flow, this is a board game created by Robert Kiyosaki, um, and you know if anybody out there's heard of Robert Kiyosaki, he's the author of Rich Dad Poor Dad, which uh, there are just so many people I know in this industry who read that book, and that was like the catalyst to get them into real estate investing right. in the first place. So, um, and I know you're you're one of the people too. You read Rich Dad Poor Dad, sure did, but you were doing like commodities trading at that time, back in so. the days. yes. <laughs> yeah, so uh, a little different, you know, but. I mean, similar, right? Buy low, sell high. Isn't that the idea? Uh, it's that simple, folks. There you go. We're done for We're the done. day. <laughs> <laughs> Buy low, sell high. <laughs> no, uh, so Robert Kiyosaki invented this board game called Cashflow, where the idea is for you're a rat, and you're trying to get out of the rat race, and you're uh, you're, you're playing this game, and you... You know, it starts you off with like a profession. So you're a you're a doctor, or you're an airline pilot. I like or to be the janitor. The janitor is yes. the best one because yes. that's you always win if you're the janitor for you, some weird you have reason. A higher chance of winning, yes. Yes, you do. But uh, you also have to play your cards right, of course. But uh, Caesar, you've played the game a bunch of times, yes. Right. So you know how to play it, and so you're the the idea is to kind of get people to think outside the box. Mm-hmm. Most people buy houses. You know, they think the way to buy a house is to, you know down cash get a mortgage loan on it and you know there it is you bought a house but that's one way and there's so many other ways to buy houses right. so uh cash flow helps you kind of realize some of those non-standard or
3: non-traditional
2: ways of buying houses
3: yeah there's just so many different strategies that you can implement in you know to get into a house so
2: yeah and so when you play um oh, so uh, you're, this would be your because you kind of hosted it last month Mm -hmm. Uh, but you kind of co-hosted it with Lisa. Right. Uh, so this month you are going to be kind of doing it solo. Right. Right. So, uh, you know, what, what sort of strategies or how, how do you teach the game or play the game differently
3: than how Lisa played it? Well, one of the things is that we have to understand that the game is a educational tool. It is. And, uh, to use it as such, we have to make sure that people are understanding that that's what it is. It, uh, one of the biggest things about the game is, like, um, whatever car you drive. you The car that you drive now, you never noticed it before you purchased it mm-hmm. out in the road. Mm-hmm. But once you bought it, it's like you see it at every corner. You've seen it every time you were driving. So that's what the game does. It actually begins to uh, allow you to see a lot of the opportunities, strategies, and real estate investing. So we want pe- people to walk away from that, from walk away from the game, knowing and understanding that that it's a tool, it's an educational tool.
2: And it's yeah, it's fun too. You know, I mean, it is fun. And I mean, I I don't know. I love round table pizza. I'm, that's kind of like my kryptonite. I love pizza. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. But yeah, they get some food, and you know, for those of you that like beer, they got some beer there. You <laughs> they know, do. so it's kind of fun. It's just a little uh, adult game night in a
3: way. You know, I guess you could bring your kids, but you can because they do have a children's um, uh, section in there. But we are going to be having our own private room, so it's going to be really good. The line is going to be a lot better, yeah. and the acoustics is going to be great. So it's gonna yeah, be
2: good. acoustics are important. We found yes. that out. Because, uh, well, you went to the coffee thing yes. uh, last Saturday. Mm-hmm. And we, <laughs> we've we been through a few different coffee places. Yeah. And, you know, it's cool and hip to have, like, polished concrete floors and, like, nothing on your walls and just huge, giant windows. Yep. But what that creates is a very echoey room. Yes. And it's, like, impossible to hear, the like, anybody when you have, with, like, 20 people in the room. It's, right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I think they probably have carpet in this room. And there's yes. probably stuff on the walls to kind of minimize any echo... So that will be a good environment for, you know, for playing the game. Um, yeah, so it is a tool, it you is. know, I, I, know that we've gone through the game a bunch of different times where, uh, you know, you start off with these small deals and you're trying right. to do these little things and maybe get presented with a stock opportunity or right. something like that, which don't take those. <laughs> That's not how the game's designed. Uh, but we, um, uh, you know, eventually people start getting kind of more gutsy and they start playing right. the big deals, yeah. you know, and that's where you really start getting out of the rat race faster. So, it's, yeah, I don't know, it's fun. I've, we've, we've, I've played it a few times. Uh, you've probably played it more times than I have, honestly. Okay. But, um, you know, it's it's a fun game, and we're going to be there. I'll be there July 11th. Oh, cool. Uh, you know, that's my plan anyway, unless anything changes. But <laughs> I'm putting it out there live on the radio now, so yeah, now I go. got to go. Hold you accountable, of course. Yeah. So um, I guess what's kind of like – Let's kind of change pace a little bit. That's the cash flow game. Uh, we'll, you know, we'll talk about all the other events we got going on later on. But, uh, you know, I kind of want to talk about you. Like, you know, who is Cesar Dan? Like, what got you here? We, we were, you know, you were doing commodities trading. So, right. you know, you were kind of already doing something outside
3: of the box. Like, yeah. you know, what got you into real estate after that? Well, I mean, who Cesar Rodan is, I, I actually have to take it way back to my, my childhood. Okay, um, go back to childhood. We, uh, I like this. I, I was born in Mexico, and yeah. uh, one of the co- most courageous people that I know is my mom, Okay, because um, I was uh, about eight years old. My sister was four years old, and my mom actually left the country, hmm. left us behind with our grandparents. And she came out here looking for a better opportunity for us. Mm -hmm. And a year later, um, she came back, she picked us up right on my birthday to come back to the US after she had uh, a job and she had an apartment and she was living here with my dad. So it was, um, uh, so then we came back over here a year later. Now, I I use that example or go back that far because that taught me to adapt. Mm -hmm. Uh, Coming here without knowing the language, without knowing the culture, without, you know, a whole different country, it was, all we had to do was adapt. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember the transition of learning the English language. Really? Uh, it just kind of, we just started, we just had to. Yeah. So we did. And that just taught us to, to do that. Um, early on, my, my parents were actually flippers, but not property flippers. What okay. they would do is they would go on the other side of the tracks, if you may, uh-huh. and buy a lot of baby stuff at yard sales. Okay. They'll buy cribs and strollers and high chairs and things like that. They will bring it into the house. We will clean it up. Mm-hmm. We will make a spot list, and then we'll go to another neighborhood and sell them. So for three weeks we'll buy and clean and one week out of the month we'll actually sell yeah and we'll be flipping we'll be making about three grand a weekend wow. which was pretty good for that's, the family that's not so, bad yeah. I so, think I might get out of what I'm doing. That's, right. You know, I might I start doing this. <laughs> you know, if we would have kept doing that, we probably would have ended up with the uh, storage wars. You yeah. Know, buying storages and doing all that stuff. Cause that's what we were doing. Hey, I know a guy with a truck, man. We could get this going. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that began to teach me the entrepreneur skills and stuff of dealing with people, buying stuff mm-hmm. at a discounted, you know, in, in, in a sense, flipping it. So, um, how we got into real estate was that for the last 10 years, we've been building um, a church, a local church. We've been co-building it and we, doing the outreaches, being in schools, giving away uh, backpacks, giving away uh, food and groceries, and giving away bikes and toys for Christmas and things like that, those were all good, but it's just its just not enough. Mm-hmm. There's so much need in the Inland Empire in San Bernardino that um, it just wasn't enough. Uh, ties and offerings wasn't covering all the needs of the community. Has. Right, yeah. So watching tv and seeing these numbers of uh, people flipping homes and seeing the profit that they could potentially make we're like you know we don't need much to live off of but our community needs a lot mm-hmm. so we decided to get into real estate we started studying we started looking into it we bought a program that program opened up our eyes open uh int- introduced us to the cash flow game and now that we're learning we're eager to teach and you know take people on the same journey that we're taking to financial freedom so yeah that was that was the
2: quick story i guess yeah. right there <laughs> So you, you grew up kind of. So you grew up what, in like in San Bernardino? Actually,
3: you? when we first came, we came to Relands. Okay, we lived in Relands. Then we went to Loma Linda. Then we went to Highland, and then San Bernardino. Yeah. Okay. And like you, like, so you went to high school in San Bernardino? Right. Or, yeah. um, San
2: Gregorio High. San Gregorio Spartans. yes. Oh yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we played them a couple, couple times. You know, in high probably school. Probably lost. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I don't think we ever lost. <laughs> um, yeah. So we. Uh, uh, so you grew up here. Mm-hmm. What was your plan,
3: like after high school, like when you were in high school, what were your what were your goals at that point in life? They didn't have any. Uh, got out of high school, I, I'm the oldest out of four. Uh-huh. And, uh, being the oldest and my parents being uh, immigrants to this country, there wasn't that much aspiration other than just go to school, get good grades, and when you get older and you become a professional, you buy me a house. That's That's what my parents will tell us, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we really didn't have much aspirations of what we wanted to do. Um, After I got out of high school, I opened up a business. So I was a photographer. I did photography for a long time. And did the studio thing, did the gigs, quinceañeras, weddings, and things like that. So that's what we wanted to do. We opened up a business that went on for like two months, uh, excuse me, two years. And then um, I had my daughter. uh, My daughter was born. Um, Then I decided, you know, I need to go back to school. Mm -hmm. Um, went for my bachelor's degree, and actually I stopped halfway through it, and uh, just kind of disappeared, started working warehouse jobs and things like that. And after um, I got married with my now wife, it's um, got settled down. I went back to finish my degree, um, been building the church for 10 years. Actually, that was probably the most committed thing I ever did, Right, Mm -hmm. was building the church. And now we just said, you know what? We built a foundation of character, of integrity, and discipline. So now we can actually branch off into a solid business, and that's what we're doing now.
2: So, and you got you got inspired by watching one of the shows on TV, yeah. right? The the Flipper Flop show. Uh, Flipper Flop, yeah, yeah. The uh, Tarek and Christina show for those Correct. people you know that have never seen it. I don't know. if There's so many people that have seen these shows, mm-hmm. but I guess some people don't see have never seen these or heard of them. But right. <laughs> um, so yeah, on these shows, you know they flip houses. And so, right. and they're all, they're based out of Yorba Linda. So, Yorba Linda, yeah. uh,
3: so they're, uh yeah, they're, they, they've they actually done stuff kind of all in the own empire. They've yeah. I seen an ad from uh Torek saying that he's looking for investment properties here in San Bernardino. So I was like, okay, so something is happening out there. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. He's got something on Facebook
3: right now. Mm-hmm. I saw floating yeah. around the That's other right, day. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you saw like a show on TV? Did you just like happen to catch it or like what what? Like, no, we had been out? watching it for a while. We had been uh, seeing a lot of these shows. Uh, the one in, uh, in Texas to another couple out there mm-hmm. who's uh, doing flips like that too, but we had been seeing them and it was just casual. We just looked at you know seeing the the rehab of a home and reviving a, a neighborhood and things like that, but it really opened up the opportunity in the mind to say, you know what, that's, that's possible for us. Mm-hmm. We can do that. So, and then, so then what did you do? Like what was the next
0: step
2: after seeing these shows on TV? Cause I know there's a lot of people I've talked to, they've seen the shows they would love to do it, but right. I mean, what's the next logical step? What did, what did you do? Like after you saw this like to
3: start working this direction? So the first thing I did is we got the internet. So I started searching. I started reading. I started watching videos. I started seeing how true those numbers were. Mm -hmm. And um, just by doing research, uh, as I was doing my research, I bumped into Rich Dad, Poor Dad, uh, its coaching program. Okay. And I was familiar with that because I had read the book in the past. And that's the only two things that I can think of that really um, made sense. So, okay, I read the book. Now there's this coaching program along with the game. And it it was almost like, you know, the the heavens opened up and said, "Oh, you know, this yeah. is happening." So I put all ones together. And I was like, "Okay, th- let, let me let me dig more deeper into that and just researching it, reading, studying more about it." Mm-hmm. And you ended up going to the the coaching program. You ended up going to like a seminar. No, we actually purchased it online. And okay. uh, what that was, it was a, um, a weekly group um, session with a coach okay. for about two hours, two and a half hours. Sometimes it went up to three hours. But they also gave you the materials. They gave you a bunch of study work that you would kind of like study the material and then review it with mm-hmm. the coach. And then they kind of guaranteed you that you will get into your first investment property within a year. Wow. So, um, they, you know, opened up a lot, a lot of possibilities for us. And there. Uh, have you have you been doing it for a year now, or like how, how long have you have, have you been doing it? I'm almost at a year now. I think we're like three year, three months apart. And have you gotten the deal yet? Um, no, but what we did do is we actually uh, got the opportunity to rent out our primary residence. Okay. So we didn't buy a house yet, but we did have I guess the mind change to understand that we can rent out our primary home mm-hmm. and be able to make a cash flow off of that. And yeah. we are. So that's good. It's yeah. you know kind of a deal, you know, Yeah, yeah, and kind of a cash
2: flow, you know, sort yeah. of type of deal. So that's cool. Um, so I can say that I'm an investor now. You, you, well, you, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, of course you can. You know, I mean, anybody at any time in their life can just say, I'm an investor and yeah. start working that way. That's kind of how I did it. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I had read Rich Dad for that as well. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think there was something in that book that said, like, you have to own, you know, what you're doing. So you yeah. have to start introducing yourself to people as a real estate right. investor, you know? <laughs> and so I, uh, I don't know if it was that book or not. It might've been another one, but. Yeah, I just started telling people like I'm a real estate investor. That's what I do, and yeah. you know, even though I had never done anything and didn't know anything about what I right. was doing, but uh, yeah, you know, I just kind of started calling myself that, and you know, now it's a reality. So yeah, yeah but you know, now I want to call myself something else because I'm more than just a real estate investor right. now. But <laughs> right, you know, um, yeah, so uh, going through the coaching program, you know, and and this isn't like a sales pitch for them or anything because. I have I have some hesitations about like mentor programs, uh, coaching programs because there's usually a pretty high price point to get yeah. into these things, and it hurts. yeah, and they're you know they can they can make you feel like you're you're gonna get something out of it, but in reality, eh, you know you may not actually end up getting something out of it. Right. So it's um you know it requires a lot of effort. Obviously, you know you have to work your butt off to actually get a deal. It, it is a full time job. Yes, and uh, you know I'm, I'm kind of curious what you think, like how beneficial were those
3: like mentor, like gatherings. And when you got together with the group, it was very beneficial because not knowing much about real estate and how to invest in real estate, um, it just really broadened our horizon. Um, it expanded our borders in that sense of being able to see the possibility of what we had already imagined. Now they gave us specific steps to take towards that goal. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, they, they preach a lot on the, uh, the 10, Uh, excuse me, one hundred ten three one. look at a hundred properties, um, make 10 offers, three will be accepted. You buy one. Okay. So that principle there really got us to where we're at today.
2: Now, have you looked at a hundred properties yet? Oh, uh, over (laughs) a (laughs) hundred. Um, and then, so
3: like writing offers, have you written a bunch of offers too? Yes. And we have written offers still haven't gotten three accepted or well, what? See the thing is that um, wh- where the market's at right now, what well, what they tell you to do is to do that so that you can buy your investment property. Mm-hmm. So we we actually shifted from that from buying and holding to wholesaling. Okay. So, um, but originally we were doing that, and they teach you they don't specifically say the one percent, but they teach you that you know for every hundred thousand dollars that you purchase, you should be able to rent out for a thousand dollars. Well that doesn't apply to our market yeah it may apply somewhere else but not here in California right so we had to shift that and not follow that because it didn't apply to us here Mm -hmm. so we needed to change our strategy so you started coming to the club
2: yes the Illinois Empire real estate investment Club uh, and that's where we met right Uh, you you started coming what maybe four months ago something like that yeah it's
3: been about yeah four and a half months ago
2: okay yeah and you uh, you came and I, I mean, we, I guess we sort of pride ourselves on on freedom of information where it's right. like, you know, we just, we give freely. We don't, mm-hmm. you know, everybody in the group is supposed to be there to kind of help everybody else prop them up and everything. Yes. Now, have you partnered with anybody
3: else from the group yet? From the group? Um, no. Well, yeah, actually with uh, Tyler, I've spoken okay. to Tyler and we've talked, uh, quite a bit with, uh, with Tyler. I've shot him some, what I thought might be a good deal to submit an offer and things like that. And, uh, he's been very great with just responding back. So um, Tyler, but um, in your group, I met um, Zach, Zach Oles, and uh, he's from Cal American um, Homes in um, Claremont. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's actually uh, an agent slash investor who has helped me tremendously to understand more of how to find the numbers, how to, you know, fine tune all of that stuff. That's good. And uh, so far, what are you, what are you like working? Like, what's your day to day look like? Well, I have a full-time job, which I'm a uh, substitute teacher at the San Bernardino School District. Oh, cool. So during the summer days, which we are in today, um, I'm just substituting my day job for my investment job. Yeah. And so I would need to get something um, routinely going between now and I go back to school mm-hmm. so that when I get back to school, all I'm doing is just following up. Right. And But uh, my day-to-day job right now is really just looking for those deals. So we're doing a lot of cold calling. We're doing a lot of uh, driving for dollars looking for those uh, discounted properties. And we're just calling. We don't have a lot of money to invest in like letters and banner signs and things like that. So all we're doing is just calling. So just a lot of grind. Yeah, and that's, you know, but that's really what it boils
2: down to. You know, most of the people that I know that get the best deals are out uh, knocking on doors and you know, making phone calls. So, you know, you're doing the right thing. It's just a matter of, you know, keeping with it, I guess, you know, (laughs) just keep doing it. Yeah. So you, like a day to day like let's let's kind of like break it down to an even like like more finite sort of thing sure. like, or not finite but I don't know whatever <laughs> <laughs> segments I don't know more detailed like you wake up you have breakfast what yeah. do you like is that like do you start like right away you just jump right into it you
3: get on the computer and No that that's actually a bad practice to do oh, yeah? um yeah because um, one, are, one of the things I want to do is uh, teach people the aha moments and to recognize those aha moments. Um, I'm, I'm not—I wasn't a morning person. Okay. I don't know about you, but <laughs> six o'clock in the morning to me was painful. Okay. Right? but now um I, earlier you were talking about when somebody tells you to do something you kind of procrastinate because that's not what you want to do that's what you've been told to do exactly but when you find out what you need to do and you want to do that no one has to tell you what to do mm-hmm. so um for the last i don't know month month and a half i've been getting up before four, 4:30 in the morning wow 4:30 in the morning i do a devotional I, I meditate i pray and and then right after that i go into reading my bible okay. um so about 5:30, i'm done um and then um i go take a shower get ready as if i'm starting my day mm-hmm. um my commute now instead of going to work and commuting now my wife and i are actually working out so okay. we go for about an hour and we work out nice. so um so our commute is exchanged now for workout so about 7 30 now i'm jumping in the shower getting a, after that getting my coffee doing that and then just going to the office so by 8 815 I'm in the office getting ready to work okay so in the office I'm in there and I already because the night before I already planned out what I'm gonna do and I call from 8 to 10 okay I'm making phone calls because that's about what time people are are there from 10 to about uh, 12 I'm actually uh, um, getting more leads trying to find more leads then I go to lunch Then I come back and um, I actually don't do much of the investment um, during that middle of the day. But then from 6 to 8 p.m. is when I'm calling again. I actually get more results in my phone calls between 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. than I do in the morning. Sure. More people are home. Yep. (laughs) It just makes sense. Yep. So, okay. So then you're kind of lining up the next
2: day. Right. So you can start it all over again and, and do it again. And if I'm hearing you're right, you're taking two showers in the morning. No, no, no. That, was, that was
3: before when I was going to work. I was taking a shower before I went to work, but now it's after my workout. Got it. Yeah, got it. Yeah,
2: so good. You're not wasting water. No, no. no I'm
3: not. <laughs> we're on a well up there, and you oh, got yeah, So yeah. we're on a well, so it's all good.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good. <laughs> um, so okay, well, that, I mean that's it's definitely the uh, recipe for success. You know, uh, it's actually I mean it's it's important to sort of treat it like a job you yes. know, like, and actually schedule the things out during right. the day. A lot of people out there don't realize how important it is to do that stuff yes. because you know, you're, you're, you just think like I'm self-employed. I'm going to go down to the beach today now and you know, <laughs> right. I'm going to work from the beach, which, but it, uh, that doesn't work. Right, <laughs> like, You're going to be distracted by the
3: beach. There's yeah. a lot going on there so yeah when you when you have a job you you know you work your eight hours six to eight hours or whatever but and then people like to call themselves self-employed or I'm an entrepreneur right and really don't understand that you're exchanging like a six to eight hour job for like a 14 20 hour job <laughs> right. work you know but people really got to take it seriously and um, when you're self-employed your boss is your time mm-hmm. you have to consider it as such yeah and I agree with you 100 percent
2: about that you you know you do have to honor your time and right uh, it's, it's sometimes it's tough you know yeah. but setting those strict things, you say like no, I don't have meetings unless it's between right whatever, ten and, tw- and mm-hmm. two. Like it could be your time. Yeah. You know, that's my time to do lunch and whatever. Yes. So uh yeah, that's it's important to kind of segment your day out that way. I'm glad you already have it and you have it memorized. Some people have to like look at a calendar, which means they're not really doing it. <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah. Uh but they uh yeah, so that that's good. You're you're doing the, the calling in the morning and
3: yeah. when you're calling these people, are, what sort of leads are you tracking down right now? So, um, we actually, we created a bird dog program, which okay. is a referral program for, for leads. So, um, if somebody finds a distressed property, a boarded up property, they'll shoot me the address in a, in a picture. Um, okay. Once they do that, then I look it up and what we're using is property radar. Uh, I go to property radar and that uh, gives me the opportunity to not only look at the property details, but a lot of times uh, allows me to skip trace the owner. Okay. So, I'm calling them and that's how we're creating a lot of our leads right now. So we're doing our own driving for dollars and then we have other people driving for dollars.
2: So if somebody out there listening right now knows about a house that needs a lot of work, yes. they could call you? Please or I, call me.
3: Okay, what are they call, how are they gonna call you? What's your phone number? Well, they can call me at 909-362-2877. That is actually my direct number. Um, it doesn't get saturated right now, so it, it's okay to call um and or just text that number text the address um and a picture and your name and one i will actually update you as we go so as soon as i call whatever i find out if the owner's there they didn't answer if they did answer um i sent you actually a picture of the update that i put in my system okay to back to the uh, to the to the lead
2: okay and then you know i'm gonna, I'm gonna ask the question that all of them are probably thinking in their
3: minds out there and that is uh, how do they know they're going to get paid and what are they going to get paid? Yeah. So this this uh, is uh, part of the integrity because um, there's no official contract or anything. But we, I, I, I'm a man of my word. You know, mm-hmm. That's one of my affirmations every morning that I am honest with integrity and a man of my word. Mm-hmm. So when a, uh, a deal does go through and it's your lead, you will get paid. So the way we are paying that is we're actually paying $500 for your first lead. And we don't want you to just leave it at that. So what we do is on your next lead you're actually going to get 750. Wow! And your third lead you get a thousand. On your fourth lead you get 1250. On your fifth lead you'll get 1500, and then you'll stay at 1500 from there. Okay. So
2: five deals. Five it's all I got to bring you? you? Get some 1500 bucks coming yeah. my way. Hey, that sounds good. I yeah. can I can think of a lot of houses that I okay. see on my drive home every day. Yeah. You know, and I know a lot of people listening out there. They probably see them too. It's that yes. one house that. You know they got nothing but weeds in the front yard or maybe they have nothing but dirt in the front yard and you know maybe some weeds would actually be nice you know just (laughs) have some greenery yeah yeah Uh, but yeah they um you know
0: as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming
1: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: I, I see these houses all the time. All the time. And, you know, me as an investor, like, I don't do what you do. I don't mm. currently, like, I don't cultivate my own leads anymore. Right. You know, I'm not going and knocking on doors anymore. I'm not making the phone calls. Like other people are doing that stuff now and because I have other things I have to do, you know, so it's like, uh, you know, but I kind of miss it. I I miss, miss that stuff too even though like, I never really did much of it because mm-hmm. I always recognized I was not that good at it. Mm. You know, I've never been great at talking to sellers because right. I have a very business-oriented mind. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it was always tough to, like, go through the one-hour process of, like, <laughs> getting to know them. And you have to ask all these questions about, yeah. you know, the painting on the wall that, you know, oh, that's an amazing picture. Where were you guys when you get this picture taken? <laughs> right, you know, building there before. Yep. You know, I, I'm just, I want to get right down to right. it. I'm, I'm more of a brass tacks kind yeah. of guy. So it was... uh yeah, I was never great at it. So mm. I was, like, from the very beginning, I always hired people right. to, like, find the deals for me. So I had realtors looking for me. I had, you know, wholesalers out finding mm-hmm. deals, bird dogs, yeah. just like you're talking about. You know, and the searching I would do would be deals that were on the MLS. And, you know, I've bought more houses from banks mm. than, right. you know, than actual people because, you know, when you buy it from a bank, they're just all about the numbers too. So, Correct. you know, all they care about is can you actually close and is it a price we're willing to live with you (laughs) You leave the emotion aside exactly focus on the numbers yeah yep and so there was definitely a heyday for those types of deals that was like the 2009 through 2014 period yeah where the bank deals were the the best ones out there but right now the best deals are being brought in are from sellers that you know they might have bought the home in 2009 yeah like you were saying earlier you know and they've got equity in it But the house is still a piece of junk. Yeah. And so, because they never did anything with it from 2009 when they bought it. So, those are where a lot of the deals are coming from Mm -hmm. right now. Either that or something that somebody's owned a long time. You know, maybe mom and dad owned it. and Correct. Mom and dad have passed away and the kids are now trying to sell it. Those are some of the better deals we're getting. But, oh my God, these ones are the
3: worst. Yeah
2: like we've we've bought some terrible terrible houses lately.
3: Yeah, we have we have a deal right now in 29 Palms that is just, you know, it's it's a it's a piece of work. Yeah, what's mm-hmm. wrong with it? Uh everything. Okay. <laughs> Everything's wrong it's with it. It's
2: not even there. It's just, you know, it's just a piece of dirt. <laughs> yeah, well, actually it's,
3: it's more like just a piece of concrete slab and it, you know, it has walls on it, but um uh, I, I, people are just, I think, uh, hesitant right now to construct. Um, the deal's good, but it's just uh, the project is what's mm. going to, you know, f- be a few months that people are kind of shying away from it. And plus, it's a 29 Palms. Sure. So, Where's that? Well, it's out in the low desert. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, you know, a little ways out there. Yeah. Yeah, but there's
2: investors out there, too. Yeah, there is. There so, is. the... Um, the uh, the house out in Twenty Nine Palms, it, you say it's a slab with just some walls. I mean, do they? Mm. Is there still stucco on the walls? No, and?
3: I mean the, the property, the current property that is there is good. It's in um, uh, the benefit of it that it has an adjacent uh, lot where you can actually build two units on it, and uh, they can be up to like two twos, which is very uh, marketable. Really, but, Are you trying to um, wholesale
2: this deal right now. Yeah
3: then you know we got seller financing because originally the seller wanted uh just all cash out and after a couple of weeks we're like you know what it's not gonna work so we went back with the strategy of doing seller financing with what she needed immediately and she said yeah so she's willing to take 20 grand up up front and be able to do um interest only i think it's like 550 a month and uh with no penalty of um closing out early so it 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 sounds more reasonable but Hmm. as a uh, ARV, the property that it sits there right now, it's about 80 grand and she wants 70 for it. Okay. So, so that's what, <laughs> but the benefit is the, the lot next to it is you, you can build.
2: Sure. So. And well, you know, there's also that seller financing is a big deal because yeah. she wanted to finance the whole thing or does she no, actually wants cash.
3: She, she wants the 20 cash.
2: She wants 20 grand cash. Right. So you got to give her the 20 grand, but right. she'll finance it. She'll, she'll carry the 50. Correct. Uh, and then does she want to have a specific time frame in mind on how long she wants to carry that 50? Uh, I think three years. She's going to do three mm-hmm. years on it. Three years. That's that's good enough time. Yeah. You know, uh, does she want payments or is she just wanting to hold the 50 and, you know, you pay her in three years? Interest you... only. So you got to make interest yeah. payments.
3: What kind of interest does she want to earn? I think it was like 50, um, it was like 500 and something dollars a month, um, which came out to, I think it was like 6%, something like that. 6% interest. Mm-hmm. That's good. I mean, yeah. hey, that's, you know. Yeah. That's a pretty good deal. And that's one of the things that we learned in uh, in the coaching program mm-hmm. uh, is being able to do a lot of seller financing. That's a, a, a lot. What I understood, too, is that it's very difficult to find deals. So you got to make the deals. So when you find a property, you got to figure out how it can become a deal. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of what we did. Yeah. And that's, you
2: know, and that's a lot of it when you're when you only have one tool in your toolbox mm-hmm. right like let's just say you're only right. a flipper you know if you're only flipping you're looking for a very specific deal mm-hmm. but there's a lot of deals out there that could happen a lot of other ways right and yeah it's it's sometimes hard to identify those if you're looking for only one specific way of doing a deal mm-hmm. and that's why it's important for people to kind of hone their craft and you know learn yeah. the different methods and strategies for purchasing because a lot of them involve no money out of your pocket, right? And seller financing is a great way to correct get into one with no money out of your pocket. But it sounds like with her, you got to put in twenty, yeah, twenty thousand. So, you know, that's something that you can maybe get a partner to come in if they have twenty thousand, correct? You know, you can go into that deal with no money out of your pocket, right? So, if you were to find somebody that had twenty grand, that was when to you know put the twenty thousand dollars up, and you know you guys spend the money to. Construct two new structures next to this one and renovate the one that's there. Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: you know, would you stay in the deal or do you just want to wholesale it out? I think right now we just want to wholesale it. One of the reasons why is because we need a little bit of capital to continue to do marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not focused too much on getting the deals out. That's important, but we're more interested in bringing leads in. We need to generate leads. Um, the more leads we have, the more offers we make, the more deals we'll have. Right. So if we focus too much on you know getting this lead uh, or this uh deal out then it's too much time and energy that we're spending on it where we need to be spending more on filling in the pipeline so we'll we'll just wholesale it okay so
2: i mean again if anybody wants to uh call you about that deal what's that number again i forgot sure (laughs) it's uh, that
3: (laughs) 909-362-2877 and they're calling caesar rodan that's the man with the deal my phone was was ringing earlier so oh man Uh oh
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs) well whoever's calling he's on the radio he'll call you back Uh, yeah, we are really live. Yeah, the, we are we, live. Yeah, we're live right now. We've done the show, recorded. We've pre-recorded it before. Right. I used to like you know do it out of my office. Okay. We thought that would be like easier, but uh, it was you know kind of tough to do that sometimes because people are like, oh man, I got to be there in the morning. Oh, All <laughs> like, right. You know, I'm like, yeah, because the the restaurant downstairs doesn't start playing music until like three, uh, so we got to do it in the morning. Right. <laughs> um, otherwise, we would have done it live there. It's just yeah, they start playing their music kind of loud, and yeah, <laughs> it doesn't work for us. Because uh, nobody wants to hear background music on the radio,
3: right? No, this is nice. Yeah, if you're doing a life. It's cool. Yeah,
2: it's fun. You know, we got the NBC logo behind us. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you that don't know, yes, you're listening to an NBC News radio station, the uh, San Bernardino affiliate, KCAA. Uh, thank you for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so going back to your uh, investing stuff, substitute teaching, like, and you know, I'm I'm glad you mentioned that because a lot of people. That get into this business are doing something else with their lives, you know. When they kind of, they're like, I don't know, I don't know if they've just had it or, I don't know if it's their boss that's just, you know, been grinding them lately. I don't know what it is that they're just like, you know, something breaks the the straw that breaks the camel's back, yeah. And you know, they're like, I just want a new way of life, right? Right. So I like that. Yeah. So they're, you know, they're like, I I don't know what it is that brings them in, but uh, I mean, substitute teaching. You obviously went to school for this. You got a credential, right? So.
3: Uh, well, it's, it's funny because um, I didn't get credentials. I don't have a teaching credential. Oh, you don't? Okay. So to work as a substitute teacher for the San Bernardino School District, all you need is a bachelor's degree. Oh, so at anything? I, at anything. Just wow. a bachelor's degree. So Which, I found out. Would you get yours then? in In uh, business administration and management. Nice. So I found out before I graduated that we could do that. So I, I knew I was going to build a business. I just didn't know what business I was going to build. Mm-hmm. So when they told me I can be a substitute teacher and now for the last 4 years we had been going into local schools to do Bible studies during their lunchtime. Okay. So I had relationship with a lot of the uh, local campuses. So what we decided what I decided to do is say, okay, well, I already got a relationship with them. I, I'm pretty good with the youth, so let me be a substitute teacher as a transitional job okay. until I figure out what I'm really going to do. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it would be silly not to do something and jump into this, you know, unless you got the money for it. Then yeah. for it. But if not, then you keep your day job until you get really good at this.
2: <laughs> yeah, and sometimes it's tough. We've had people mm-hmm. in the past that uh, I remember this one couple, they, they were coming to the club. They were, like, hot and heavy into it, and they said, yeah. we jumped today. We, we just made that big, giant leap. Both. We both quit our jobs, wow. and we're going to commit ourselves to this. You know, and cause we have like eight months of savings. So okay. we, you know, we can, we're going to generate deals. Nothing happened. Eight Ouch. months later, I'm getting calls from them asking for me to lend them money. I'm like, no, I told right. you not to quit your job. Are yeah. you kidding me? Like, you know, no, I'm not, I'm not here for that. That's not what right. I do. I don't lend people money to survive. Yeah. To survive. <laughs> That's not what I'm right. here for. Like I gave you guys tools. You can use those tools, yeah. but you know, whatever you can lead a horse to water.
3: Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, you know, true story is that after this summer I wasn't planning to go back to school. Okay. i was like you know what i got this i know what i need to do i just got to grind at it and do it right and i said after the summer I'm, i know that during the summer i'm gonna get enough deals I, all i need is two three deals mm-hmm. and then I, i'm good for the rest of the year and then we can just keep grinding but being smart about it yeah i told my wife you know what i'll give you one more year in the school sure i'll give you one more year so that we still have that you know that um safety net and continue to do that as we learn more and things like that so I decided to stay another year, so yeah. I'll be there twenty. Um, what is it, eighteen, nineteen? So. Yeah, cool. And then you'll, uh, but you know,
2: obviously, still trying to pursue this because. Oh yeah. You know, fortunately, school gets out earlier in the day, right? Mm-hmm. You, you know, what have you done by like by three thirty or so? Three forty-five. Yeah. Three forty-five. So you know, you still get that six to eight o'clock window mm-hmm. where you can still be making phone calls. Yeah. And you know, it actually, some of the people I've seen succeed in this business and actually grow them faster are people that had to adapt in the beginning yeah. where they had a job and they had to kind of balance this life with that life. Right. And, you know, they're able to make these things work on a schedule. Right. Whereas people that kind of come in that have a very loosey goosey lifestyle, which is kind of how I came into the business. I was not <laughs> structured by any means, but, and it took a while for me to learn structure yeah. and to learn the importance of it and actually stick to a structure. And, uh, you know, that, that's something I had to learn because mm-hmm. I was not born with that gift. I, you know, I was I was yeah very unorganized in the very beginning. Now I'm like, you know, completely anal retentive about yeah organization because you know it's it's it just saves you so much time down the road. I I'm a believer now. Yeah, know? yeah. But the uh, yeah I've seen people that you know they they make it work with the job that mm-hmm. they're in right now and balancing home life and all this stuff. Right. You know you, you they manage to eke out a couple hours a day yeah. to be able to focus on the business. And then they continue that even yeah. after they don't need to work anymore. And what you end up finding is that you're hiring all these other people to do all the things right. that you need done yeah. as opposed to trying to do it all yourself. And so many people we see come into the business, they, they try to do this all on their own. Mm. And it's a dangerous way to do it, it because you know unless you are really good at every single thing that's involved in a real estate transaction – you're not going to succeed. I yeah. can I can promise you it's not yeah. going to work out so well. You need to have a support team. Got to. That you work with.
3: You know. The primary support that uh, I advise anybody to get is uh, definitely spousal support and family support mm-hmm. because if you don't have that support at home, then how ever you to get started, right? So um, I I tell my wife like from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. like I need that block to just focus on the phone calls. Right. Uh, that was when I was working. So when I was working, I actually started uh, driving for dollars. Uh, in the morning. I will leave 30 minutes before and I will start driving there. And then uh, I tell my wife on my way home, hey, uh, I'm gonna be 30 minutes later for for dinner because I'm gonna be driving for dollars. I'm gonna be in this area and we'll come home, come home with some leads and just start calling them. But that support, and then, you know, you start getting other support. So what I heard that works real well is uh, focus on what you like to do and what you're good at Mm -hmm. so that you can start delegating the things that you don't like to do because sometimes, you know, tend to procrastinate those things.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot in this business I don't like doing, you know, so (laughs) I try to do as little bit as possible, Right. Uh, you know, just because paperwork gets really annoying. I don't like doing it. Nobody, I don't think anybody loves paperwork except for, you know, possibly our transaction coordinator within our office. I think she actually loves paperwork. So. You know, we're yeah. lucky to have her. Yeah, there you
3: go. <laughs> people do love doing it.
2: I, I suppose. You know, I, I don't know how they do. I don't know how she loves it, but yeah. she does, and she gets paid well for it, so that's yeah. good, too. I mean... Don't try to understand it. Just delegate <laughs> just it. Just let it, let it yep. happen, right? Just, yeah. <laughs> I liked your attitude. Yeah. You. Yeah, just yeah, <laughs> let it happen. Yep. No, she's, you know, she's great. We love having her around. Uh, very good at what she does, mm-hmm. but... um yeah, we definitely. That's one thing I hate doing is the paperwork. Yeah, you know, and I, I, I've said it before. I, I'm not huge on talking to the sellers. Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't really. I, I'm not the guy that's going to relate to them and you know right. cry with them and all the stuff that you. <laughs> I mean, but there's people that are great at this yeah. stuff. You've met Jim Keller. I did at the at the club. He's yes. you know Jim's great at this. Mm. He, he's good at that at that rapport. Him and his wife are both good at it. Mm. So if you ever get them both knocking on your door, yeah, you're, you're selling your house to them. They're just that good. <laughs> so. <laughs> You know, but we'll to
3: sit with them, get some pointers.
2: Yeah, you should. You yeah. know, they're good people to sit with. You know, mm-hmm. they, they've got a lot, a lot of stuff to share. Um, you know, there's, and that's, that's kind of the purpose of the club too. Yeah. It's another support system. Right. And I even said it last night. Cause mm-hmm. we, you know, for those of you that know, we, we do the big monthly meeting on the fourth Wednesday. So that was last night. Yeah. So you missed it, but there'll be another one in July. So fear not. We'll be, <laughs> we will be back. And we're back at the Mission Inn. Yes. We're gonna be back month, at the Mission yeah. Inn next month. So a lot of people have been kinda like, eh, we like Loft Eighty Four, but we really like the Mission Inn a lot better. So when enough people say it to you, you yeah. gotta just sort of go with your audience on it. Even though we love Loft Eighty four, I love the owners, mm-hmm. like they're great people, but you know, if everybody's saying we gotta go back to the mission Inn, and kinda have to just do what the yeah. you know, do what the client wants. <laughs> and so Yeah. Um, So
3: we're going back. Yeah, on that note, um, what you did yesterday was actually uh, very powerful too. I don't know if you noticed it, but even Steven said that just bringing up people to give kind of their Mm -hmm. testimony, and we we call it testimony back, you know, the church when Mm -hmm. you come in and you allow somebody to kind of give their personal experience. I mean, that's probably one of the most powerful tools that anyone can get, whether you're investing or changing your life or yeah. you know, moving forward. But that that was awesome. That, because it, it you know, it it uh impacted me and I know it impacted a lot of people there just to see, you know, um Thomas, you know, two years oh, yeah. and then in the last six months he got six deals. Like that's oh that's yeah, that's what it's about.
2: Yeah, and Thomas, he's been on the show before, he's coming back again soon. Yeah, he told me he's like, I've been there twice. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh yeah, I mean he's been he's been killing it and you know, and people deserve this that level of recognition, you know uh i brought tyler up he just closed a wholesale deal where he made well i don't know if he wants me to say it on the on the radio he let me say it on the stage last night but he made a very nice wholesale fee on that deal and uh you know called up andy he put together a very creative deal i called up todd and uh, danny they got their deal out in palm springs they have a buyer coming in on uh jim had jim come up and talk about a flop a deal that they did that they're gonna make at the end of it they're gonna make 300 bucks but they've been in it for 16 months. This yeah. deal was kind of a nightmare for them. And he came up and talked about, it, which a lot of people came and talked to me about that, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting. I thought a lot of people would talk to me about Thomas. Cause you know, Thomas to me is like, you know, he's the real, like, you know, grinded out yeah. story, you know, where he just persevered and did it. But, uh, yeah, people came and talked to me about Jim. They're saying like, man, I, I can't believe Jim who's, you know, this guy does tons of deals. Yeah. You know, I can't believe Jim had a deal that he lost money on, or you know, it just it didn't go as planned. Yeah, and I'm like, well, you know, if you heard the conversation between me and Jim and Steve and Jim before he bought that deal, we told him you're going to lose money on this yeah. deal, and you know, he didn't lose money, so he can rub it in our faces. He didn't right. lose money, uh, but you know, it's kind of important for a lot of people to hear that. Yeah, this is a deal that had a lot of problems that they were not prepared to deal with, and you know, as soon as they Eradicated one problem, another problem popped up, and then two problems showed up right after that. So it was, you know, it was powerful, and I I, I think that's going to become a more regular thing for the club because that you know. that
3: should be a segment because uh, again it, it was powerful. I I I think just the fact of knowing that no one is immune to that, mm-hmm. and um, Tom has used the word yesterday that we tend to use a lot too. Um, it's community. Mm-hmm. If you don't have that community, if uh, there's wisdom in in having a community, yeah, that you know what I may not see something that you see because a lot of times we get so zeroed in on the deal and and what the outcome is going to be that we need that community to kind of look at our peripheral vision to see like you know what no it's not going to be good yeah
2: and it's and it's funny because most of the most of the people that are like seniors in the group people that have been coming for a long time Mm -hmm. they've been investors for a long time uh they come and they come on a regular basis you know and and this that's because this this business this industry like we need our support at, at the higher levels too so you know, we're all talking to each other. We talk We talk to all these people that are at the club, the mentors, on a regular basis yeah. where we're discussing deals we have going on. We're bouncing ideas off each other. This happens because... Well, you're, you're asking questions too? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know everything. I, <laughs> right. I was actually telling somebody last night, like, I don't honestly consider myself to be an expert in mm. any field of this business. That's good. You know, like, I'm, I, I know a lot about this business. I do. I've been doing it a while. But... I don't feel like I'm the one you should go to for every single thing. Gotcha. You know, like I, I know, I know enough to be dangerous. Sure. (laughs) I mean, it's gotten me here, Yeah. but you know, there are people out there that I'm intimidated by, you know, with their knowledge level. I mean, there's people like uh, Bruce Norris is one Mm -hmm. person that comes to mind where Bruce on, on an economic level, he just has a much higher level of understanding of the economic machine. And I, I feel like I have a very basic version of that in my own mind, but to a lot of people, that comes across for me. Yeah. Like, like I'm intimidating to people about it because, I, yeah, I do know some stuff, but it's not, I, I don't feel like I'm anywhere in, in comparison to Bruce. And then there's another guy named Bill Tan. Mm-hmm. Bill Tan's just, you know, this guy knows every single angle you can possibly do mm-hmm. on a deal. Yeah. He's somebody that I look up to and think, man, this guy, he's he's who yeah. you want to learn from. A guy named Mick Blackwell, he comes to the coffee thing oh, a lot huh. of times. Mick. Oh, yeah, Mick. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, You've you talked to Mick. Mm-hmm. Yeah mick is you know he this guy's a genius he yeah. you know he owns a ton of rental property mm-hmm. very nice guy and he's totally willing to spend his time with you yeah. and walk you through a deal and he's he's a mentor to a lot of people he's yeah. he's a mentor to bruce norris i mean oh wow. yeah you know, he's an older guy he's yeah. been around for a while so he he's trained some of the bigger real estate investors in southern california a guy named mike Cantu was like one of his proteges for a while but i mean these are some people that exist in the industry that i'm intimidated by and i'm like they're experts, yeah. You know, like I'm a
3: mediocre. I don't know what you call me. I'm a, I'm an intermediate level guy or yeah. something. I don't know. But that, that's that's the beauty about community, though, is being able to not know everything, but know people who do. Yeah, and that's the beauty.
2: It is, and mm-hmm. it's you know, and it's cool because I'm in a place now where I can I can start giving out my knowledge. Yeah, you know, I've been doing it now for I've been giving it giving it away for like the last five years, I guess. Where you know, I put myself in this position where I can help people get started in the industry. So mm-hmm. it's cool to meet people that haven't been doing it yet and yeah. it's it's actually cool to hear your story because you're you're new at it but you're doing a lot of things right in mm-hmm. the very beginning and i talked to so many people they're doing everything wrong and you know like it's it's hard to pick you apart right now because you're, you're <laughs> doing everything I, I would tell people to be doing so like you know just keep doing it yeah okay <laughs> and it'll, it'll it'll happen that deal in 29 palms yeah. might become the next uh your first deal and then next month we'll bring you on stage yeah. and talk about you know caesar got his first deal yeah, and everyone you, you know and, but it's cool. I, yeah. I like that part. I, it was it was fun talking to everybody. I was worried at first that like we were going over time because I'm I value everybody's time right because right? I value my own. Mm-hmm. So I felt like oh man we're going like thirty minutes on this thing. I'm only right. supposed to do twenty minutes, but nobody seemed to care. No, I because <laughs> it was it was that powerful. It, yeah. it
3: was good. I, I don't know how it was received from from your point of view but from us over here it was it was powerful yeah it no was it,
2: it was I, I loved it so yeah. i'm i'm totally doing it from now on yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh cool. yeah I, i'm calling it accolades we're just accolades yep yeah, accolades where people are going to count we're going to give them their awards you know show them to the crowd and and it really introduces them to everybody because for all the new people that come they don't know who the players are so in the room and who you to. should get to know so right. you know here's here's tyler he just made a ton of money on a wholesale mm-hmm. here's here's uh uh, Andy he put together a deal where yeah. he made he's making $510 a month on a cash flow yeah. and that's going to continue in perpetuity right like that's that's a great deal yeah. uh you know there's there's Jim who had a bad experience and he can help you learn the lesson that he learned yeah. on that deal you know which was to maybe trust his community a little bit more and you know not uh, not think he's just some maverick that can go out on his own and make a ton of money on a deal that didn't make sense to begin with Jim right you know yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, no i mean it's uh, sometimes you need to hear those stories from people to kind of know that we're all human, we make mistakes too, yep. you know, and uh, yeah, so we're definitely
3: keeping that going for sure. Yeah, I'll be good. And, be uh, good. and you're doing cash flow, so this is going to be fun. It's really going to be fun, yeah. I really want to implement a lot of the educational in there, so uh, in the middle of the game we're going to take about 20 minutes um, to bring somebody to say something, like I know Steven was looking forward to coming in and, you know, he just had to somebody hosted somebody take care of it where I can just come in and do my thing and then move on so we, we really want to do that we really want to have people leave with some valuable information mm-hmm. in their hands not you know the game alone it's it's a lot but um my purpose is really to just help people understand get further uh, enrich their their journey
2: yeah and there's some good people that come cuz the yeah. last time I went to the the cash flow game uh, Andy was there andy's a great person mm-hmm. to play cash flow yeah. with he hosts a casual game also out in the coachella valley right uh but he's uh yeah he's he's real familiar with those creative strategies and he's real good about you know mentoring and coaching mm-hmm. you and you know not not being so in your face about it uh, but there's also some other good people that come to that that don't make it to the other meetings because they can't they just scheduling yeah. doesn't work out for them so right. um there's a guy named george he comes mm-hmm. a lot i know uh, which we don't see him much at the at the big monthly meetings because he's got other things going on. Right, but he comes to the cash flow. A lot. I don't know if he went last month or not. But not sure. I know Matt comes um, often. Matt makes a big supporter of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, yeah, Matt's a good guy. Very knowledgeable. Very knowledgeable. You know, knows knows a lot. And it's funny because he looks so young, but he's actually older than me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, I, I point that out all the time. Yeah, you know, it's fun. You know, <laughs> no, yeah, but yeah, he's, he's a smart guy. Very he sure is very good person to talk to. So. Uh, I guess for those of you people out there listening that want to kind of uh, come into these meetings and get to know people like Caesar, get to know myself, a bunch of the other people in the group, uh, go to meetup.com. That's where we host, uh, we have like the, the meetings all listed up there. It's called the Inland Empire Real Estate Investment Club. Uh, we are now the second largest uh, investment club by membership on meetup.com uh, in, in in Southern California. Actually, I think in the entire state of California. Nice. Uh, We're the second largest. So, and we just passed uh, San Diego, was the one that we Mm. just passed up. And these, it's kind of funny because these groups have been around longer than us. Oh, nice. And we're the new kids on the block. We came in four years ago with the real estate investment club and our first meeting we ever had at an audience of four people, you know, so it was like, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, kind of a shocker cause you know, it was expensive to put that little yeah. thing on and, yeah. you know, eventually it kind of grew and grew and grew. And now here we are, we have just under 4,000 members in the, in the meetup group, and it's uh, it's it's amazing yeah. really but the the next the next uh, milestone would be passing up the orange county group yeah. which has like 8000 something members so it'll be a little while before we pass them we could do it but yeah we could do it yeah. with your support if you just come, go to meetup.com and join the group you know and come out and check out the meetings uh, we have a whole calendar of events there so uh, the big monthly meeting is always the fourth wednesday of the month that's the only meeting we charge for because we have to pay for the venue but it's like 30 bucks it's not and there's
3: food too you guys we do feed you yes yeah, yeah. So it was well worth
2: it. Yeah. And the tacos, this will be, this was the last month of the taco man, which, you know, is unfortunate because they're really good tacos, but we're moving back to the mission Inn each month, uh, yeah. next month. And honestly, their food is really good there. Yeah. So <laughs>
3: it's going to be good food. Um, but don't come for the food, come for the networking. Yeah. Know? <laughs> uh, the, 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 knowledge, the knowledge that comes out of uh from you guys is, is just awesome. I appreciate that. The networking that. is good too. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. The quality of people, that's what I kinda commented today. The the quality of people that go there to network with is just uh, you know, it's outstanding. It's mm-hmm. awesome and you know
2: for those people too that want to just kind of dip their toe in but don't want to commit to the 30 dollars charge right uh you know come down to the uh, the coffee meetup the we coffee do that, meetups awesome. we do that the saturday before mm-hmm. the big monthly meeting uh and that's you know it's open free networking just come on in it's from eight till 10 in the morning uh on the saturday before the fourth wednesday of the month i know it's confusing that's why we have the calendar on the go site to meetup. yeah go to meetup.com that's where that's where it's all posted they uh yeah, the coffee's cool because it's free. You don't have to buy coffee. It would be nice if you did. I know they appreciate it when yeah. <laughs> if we're taking up their space. Just buy a cup of coffee or, you know, a donut or something. They, uh, they the like burritos that. are good. They do. They have some great breakfast yeah. burritos, and mm-hmm. they just started doing those. They have these Eggs Benedict things, which are crazy good, yeah. too. I'm on a diet, so I got to, you know, I'm like, <laughs> all I'm thinking about is food. You know? uh, but, yeah, the coffee meetup's cool because you meet a lot of people that can't make it to the monthly meeting. Also, yeah. kind of like the cash flow game mm-hmm. where... Cashville, we're doing it on a Wednesday but for some reason they can't come on the fourth Wednesday right the Saturday ones were people that I can't leave you know my house on during the week I got to yeah. be in bed in, by eight o'clock at night so you know they're they're the people that come out on the Saturday morning coffee so you get to meet a lot of the people that are doing this along with a full-time job so you can kind of meet them and uh, see how they're doing it yep and they are there's yep. there some people there they're doing yep. some surprising things yep uh, so yeah come check us out go to meetup.com. Uh, any, any, uh, final thoughts you got going on before we wrap up? Cause
3: we only got a few minutes left here. So. Yeah. I mean, if you ever thought about doing real estate, all you have to do is just, just get doing it, just start doing it. Go mm-hmm. to the meetups, go, go start meeting people. I think that's the most important thing is just uh, meet people and, um, you know, start on this journey. My journey is really to teach other people that they can go on, on, on the journey themselves. Um, I've always said that uh, imagination is the best thing to uh, time travel. I think uh, Tesla said that or somebody else Hmm. said that. That imagination is the best thing to time travel because you can actually see yourself in the final outcome. All you have to do is just now take the little steps that you need to do to get to that point. And uh, if you can envision it, then it's possible for you. You have every capability inside of you to fulfill whatever it is that you can imagine. For us, it's really making a difference in the Inland Empire, making a difference in San Bernardino. We can envision ourselves doing that, and we will accomplish it. But whatever you want to do, whatever your success is, because success is not the same thing for everybody, Mm -hmm. whatever your success is, you can accomplish it. You just have to start taking the necessary steps and surround yourself by people who are going to get you there and help you to get there, not drag you down.
2: Oh, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. That's a very, very nice thing to say. I'm, you know, glad you said that. And it's, you know, you were, you had said, uh, um, oh man, it just left my brain. You know, I'm getting older. I'm I'm almost (laughs) as old as Matt Tandy. I can't believe it. (laughs) Um, yeah. So we got like another minute left. So, you know, we gotta, we gotta talk about something for about a minute. Okay. You know, what do you, uh, let's do some quick fire Okay, I don't know what that means, but let's do it. <laughs> let's, uh, what, what kind of um, what kind of deals are you typically looking for? Like, what, what area are you looking in?
3: So one one of the things that we do is we don't look for deals because we're not buying our deals ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're buying it for somebody else. So what we specialize in is looking deals for the buyer. So what does the buyer need? And that's what we look for. Mm-hmm. We don't look for uh, something that we're going to keep. Uh, if the deal, it's in our backyard and we can jump on it, we'll keep it. But mostly we're just finding, like, what do you need? We'll find whatever it is that you're looking for. Yeah, but you're looking for ugly stuff, I'm sure. Yep. Ugly well, the, stuff. That's where the discounts are, are. So Right. And they can call you. What's your number again? It is 909-362-2877. Find that distressed house. One of the things is uh, if the mailbox is full, if um, there's a red piece of paper on the window take a picture get the address send it to me and then you can do it from
2: there awesome well thank you caesar for showing up man we really appreciate you showing uh, coming out and thank you all for tuning in we'll see you all again next week thursday at 4 p.m right here on kcaa have a good week everyone
3: take care god bless
1: Caa Loma Linda, 1050
0: AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming.
1: plus.